Welcome to Naked and Counting, the longest-running podcast serving the Afro-Latin dance community. I'm Magna Gopal. And I'm Leon Rose. We're here to discuss the topics that you want to hear in an informative and light-hearted way. Go along, Magna Gopal. Not much, Leon. How you doing? I don't know why my voice went up high in just that, that moment there. Let me go back Yeah, that now. little crack, crack in the voice. My little sultry voice. Hello, my name is Leon. There he is. I am naked and counting. Counting to what? Eight, only eight. Don't ever go past that. (laughs) (laughs) We're not doing West Coast here. (laughs) Touche. 12, 10. So I got a question for you. All right, here we go. I'm sure you've dealt with this. I, I hear this all the time. With regards to students, there's always this question with students like, how long is it going to take me to get good at this? How long is it going to take me to be a pro? How long is it going to take me to be as good as this person or as good as you or as good as this other student? You know, there's always this this, um, question and pressure of time. Like, give me a time. I want to do this. I want to be this. How long will it take me? You ever have that? I have that all the time. Yeah. Uh, not too long ago, one of my students asked me that because they wanted to go to a, the next level. And uh, I didn't think they were ready yet. So I did said, come and see me in a couple of months and we'll do a little test and uh, I'll be able to see. But it, it it really just depends, you know. For me, if you look at it, like to get to the level where I am now or where you are now, that's taken uh, over 20 years. <laughs> yeah, this is you know? very true. No matter what we say, it's going to be kind of like, we compare it to ourselves it's going to be like almost impossible right and true can't say to everybody uh, it's going to be and uh, well 20, well actually i do that say that to my students I say, <laughs> you'll be able to do that in 25 years right well the the thing is yes where we are today took us 20 years but at the same time we were you know within five years or in one year like we had different stages of progress that were quite powerful right like we I mean the only reason we've had our career for as long as we've had it is because we were already really good 20 years ago that's why we started getting booked for travels and uh, workshops and and shows and whatnot so for me with students I feel like my challenge or what I've observed is There are lots of instructors, lots of workshops, lots of classes out there. So it's not like you're at a lack of places to learn. You're not Mm -hmm. at a lack of resources or access to information. But most people, most students think that paying the entrance, right, to a workshop or paying um, the fees for an X amount of period or paying for a course or a program is going to guarantee them an end result. And they don't realize that it's not just the access to the information. It's not just being there and learning and practicing in the moment, but it's actually a lot more beyond your classroom experience, right? That's really going to get you there. For me, it was like sitting on the train. Like I'd be going over moves that I just learned in the class and trying to uh, create stuff as I was going along, you know, and and trying to work out why I couldn't get the moves straight away. You know, and then finding a dance partner and practicing. There's so many things that, you know, goes into it. Right. And that's that's what I think that a lot of students don't do as much these days. You know, it's like taking two classes a week. All right. Well, that's my practice. My hour or an hour and a half in a classroom is my practice. Like, yeah, but what are you doing after? 
right? Or when they go out to a social scene, there are so many people that I've seen in like same students, same class. There are people who will learn. So let's say they're learning the same term patterns and the same shines. Then you see them at a social and one person is trying all of the new moves that they just learned. And the other person is doing the things that they were comfortable with. They're still taking the same class. They're still getting the same information. They're still getting new information to build upon whatever they know. But one person is actually applying it and saying, okay, let me see if this thing that I've learned in class is going to work on the dance floor with someone I don't know. And the other person is saying, you know what? I don't want to risk it. I'd rather have a comfortable dance and just go with what I've already been doing and not practice any of the new stuff. You know, it's funny you say that because like, um, I definitely was one of those people. I got myself a dance partner and we practiced and we, we, uh, we made up moves and I thought people wasn't doing that, but really I'm, I'm, I'm going to big up Paris or big up France. Cause like they, there are a lot of people that practice, uh, they, with their partner, they go, I like, I saw some of my students, they didn't, I didn't even know that they did this, but there's a place where we can go to. I think I've told you about this place. You can go to, and whatever art that you do, dance, whatever dance you can do, you can go down there and practice for free. It's a big open space. And I see a lot of my students just, just practicing down there. And like, I was really shocked. It was, it was amazing, actually, to see that um, there are people, not everybody, and maybe there should be more, you know, but there are some people out there that do put a little bit extra into it, which is very important. I like that. If right. you want to progress, this is one of those those things like you, you're saying, not just the class, not just the going to the social. But really put in some extra time where you have a chance to have focused attention on reviewing the material that you learned yeah. instead of like the chaos of the social dancing where there's all these other things that are happening. But even on the social dance floors, like really taking the moment and saying, oh, can I do this here? You know, I just learned this. Let me try that again. Oh, it didn't work. Don't give up on it, but try it again, you know, instead okay. of giving up on it. And I think nowadays we have so many people that are parts of teams, right? Because that, there's that emphasis on like performance teams and student teams and all of these um, performance oriented goals, right? That people have. And so you're practicing. Yeah, they're, most of these people are rehearsing, right? At home practicing, trying to, but they're trying to memorize something. It's not the same as yeah. like learning something to apply it differently. They're learning something to duplicate it exactly. Exactly what I was thinking, like in the beginning when we uh, when you suggested this topic is like. Which level, first of all, social dance, advanced dancer, advanced social dancer or a professional, because you could also have a professional dancer that gets paid to perform that doesn't know how to dance socially. Oh, there are so many of those. <laughs> you know that I know that, you know, so for me personally. I want people to be able to go out and dance with anybody and everybody need to get to that, to get to that level. It takes a little bit of work. Yeah. It takes a little bit of a uh, outside of the classroom. Yes. We as individual instructors, we cannot really give our whole path to get to where we are. You understand what I'm saying? We can't give everything. We can give what we think is the best, but actually right. by, um, you know, the, the the battles that we've had to get to this point, you know, the good classes, the bad classes, the accidents, right. the, the the slipping on the dance floor. That's, you know, that's given us the experience that we have. So it it does come down to individual path, but you've got to, you know, you've got to put that little bit extra into it. 
Right. For all of our students out there, you know, whether you're joining a class, uh, a one-off class, a one-off workshop, or joining a course or a program, it's, it's not about just being there and learning in the moment. It's always going to be about what are you doing with that information outside of that moment where you're learning it. Because for Leon and I, the reason we got as good as we got and so quickly was because we were constantly creating constantly saying, mm, I did that. Did that work? How come it didn't work? You know, where, and what do I need to question change? everything. Right. Question, question everything. everything. Right. Because your, your experience is always going to be different than the person next to you. I mean, just in body shape, right? Like there are people I remember who used to teach term patterns who were really tall and, and long limbed. And then there are people in their class who love their style, who want to learn it, but they're smaller, stockier frames. So you actually do not have the capacity. You cannot physically be capable of putting your arm and wrapping it around a woman's body because you just don't have that arm length that this, the instructor does. So if you are sitting there doing it in the class, sure, your partner is going to follow because your partner is doing the same thing and learning exactly what the follower is supposed to do. But on the dance floor, it might not work. And instead of giving up on it, you got to find ways to adapt it to yourself. And that requires you to put that effort beyond just accessing and acquiring knowledge. It's the application of it. Well said, Magna. You're a wonderful teacher. You're a wonderful human being. And I suggest that everybody goes out there and tells everybody that Magna is on this podcast and she needs to be listened to. I would echo the same for Leon. Leon is an amazing dancer and an excellent <laughs> teacher and one of the only one of his kind. You, you are, man, I've gassed you up enough, I think. But you're, you're still, after all these years, one of the most unique, uniquely creative dancers that I know and so different from anybody else on the dance floor that it's such a treat. And I think anyone who has an opportunity to learn from you should take that opportunity because you, you you're going to get a lot more than just fancy moves. You're going to get a mindset, you know? And I think it's the same thing that I try to bring with all of my stuff. It's like, whatever I teach is not so much about like, here, learn this style, you know, so that you become a copy of me. I'm always like, learn this technique, learn this approach. And then once you have the foundation, once you have the tool, you can go and create whatever you want, just like I do. So on this podcast, on this audio podcast, you, you guys listening could probably see that I am very red right now from blushing. So on that note, Magna, it was a pleasure and we'll see you. <laughs> we won't see you, but you'll hear us. And I don't know where I'm going with this. Right. But anyway. Don't forget to check out our <laughs> podcast on Facebook and on Instagram at Naked and Counting. And, you know, check out some of the past episodes that we've talked about for teachers as well. You know, how you can improve the learning environment for your students. But students, you guys got to put more work in than just showing up. And actually, even with a podcast, you got to put more work in than just listening. Don't forget to share. This is Leon's usual line. Catch you on the next episode. Ciao. Yeah.